Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with my co-host himself, Mr. Brian Galloway. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. Hey, Evan. How are you? Doing good. Uh, you know, just coming off a trip was now a couple weeks ago and, uh, you know, getting back to work, that whole swing of things, what's not fun. Um yeah, just kind of reflecting, and that's what I'm looking forward to doing here, kind of reflecting on this trip and giving a trip report to our most recent stay at Disney Disney's Contemporary Resort. It was my wife and I's anniversary trip. We did not have Ezra, so it was the goal was just to go down there, get away for a little while and a little bit long of a weekend and, and see what we could get into. And it ended up being an excellent, excellent trip. I experienced several first. And I'm looking forward to kind of giving that to everybody. So that's where I'm at, man. How about you? Well, yeah, well, I uh, I had a significant loss in my family recently. Um, oh, my mom right. passed away. And, and uh, so, you know, as far as um, that kind of stuff, what I do, uh, my family's getting through this. And we've been, we've had, we were very blessed with the fact that like about 250 people showed up to the funeral. Wow. So we're moving on, but, but I have to say that my mom was, um, she, when we, she was a single, single lady and brought us to Walt Disney world when we were very young, right, right after they opened and we got, we got that experience and, uh, she kind of started the trend there. So, um, just want to shout out to you. her and, and, uh, but now let's go, let's go into your trip. I don't want to, I don't want to have a downer. Let's go into your trip. Report. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, and of course we, we as a spoonie community, you're sorry about your loss, but um, one day that'll be that'll be tough for me as I know it's with other people. But, anyways, uh, yeah. So we booked this trip at Saratoga Springs Resort, and um, we were gonna. I, I worked that Thursday, and we were gonna just drive down after work and check in to Saratoga Springs, and kind of do a just a short long weekend Thursday through Monday, and do do. A series of kind of unforeseen events, including availabilities and among some other things, we actually were moved to the Contemporary Resort. We were moved into the tower uh, with a lake view and a standard room. So pretty much our vacation started with like what we, what our events were on our first kind of major thing was a reservation at 155 on that Friday at Steakhouse 71. And now this will be my second or second time eating at Steakhouse 71. And you made fun of me, of course, because I got the stack burger again, because you say I get burgers all the time. <laughs> really, much, Emily, yeah, Emily gets burgers every trip, every, every trip is like, would you have a burger? <laughs> you have no, a burger? but it was, it's so good. You ask anybody, man, and, and I can't catch any flag from you until you try this thing. This stack burger is so good. It's got, <laughs> it's got pork belly on it. 
It's got pork okay. belly. It's got pickles. It's 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 really good. So well, well Emily Emily gets the kudos because she, she got, got the steak. steak so they to me, she she got applause. She got she got a standing. You got the steak at Steakhouse you're at, Seventy One. You're at a steak place. You get a steak. Yeah, I know Steakhouse Seventy One. You get the steak, right? But anyways, it was really good. Um, the lunch was great. It did seem just a little bit, but because I guess our reservation was at the tail end of lunch. Um, if I compare, and you know I like to do these deep dives on some of these highlights of, of the trip. If I compare my first experience, and I, of course I don't know customers' names, and maybe in this case it's a good thing. If I compare our first experience at Steakhouse 71 with that cast member, Versus this experience at Steakhouse 71 with that cast member, two totally different experiences. Um, the first one, uh, the guy was going over the menu. He was talking about how like the French onion soup is made, where they source some of their ingredients from, how things are cooked. He was recommending menu items, that kind of thing. At this time, it was very, hey, what can I get you to drink? What can I get you to eat? Um, any questions? He did ask any questions on the menu, but he did not seem like he was as invested as the first guy, which that's is all about, yeah, that's um, interesting. you know, it's a, I guess it's about personality and engagement, which I think as I've never waited tables before, um, but I've been involved in retail forever, but I, I obviously you and your family is very involved with <laughs> that aspect of the restaurant style. And I would assume that there's a, there's a fine line that you probably have to walk because like with me, I don't like that waiter or waitress that like, sits down or sits at your booth with you or like gets on their like their knees and leans on the table and like starts talking to you like your best friend but i also don't want you to be like quick and slick and kind of all he wasn't rude at all but like you know borderline that i want someone that it, it's an experience like you know for us to go out to eat is typically an experience we don't go out to eat and sit down in restaurants very often and i'm not talking about just at disney i'm talking about in life so when I have a waiter or waitress, I would like someone that's a little bit engaging with, with me. Not a lot. You know, I don't ask them to sit there and play Monopoly with me, but like, you know, to have a conversation. And so, it, especially at Disney, you definitely expect that, at least to go over some menu items. And I think that that source of engagement would help with a tip, right? So, just didn't get this from this cast member. However, the food was fantastic. And again, I wonder if it was just because... Either he was having a bad day or it was just towards the end of the lunch period or, or what have you. But the food was good. It- no, I mean, so they, 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 they make their living off of tips. And usually what you and, and because of that, hopefully they like their job because that's what they chose to do. And usually I would expect them, especially a person working at Walt Disney World, where I, you know, with the influx of people coming in for meals they must do very well tip wise um, i don't know but I, I i could see they do very well tip wise on that they have to because because the menu prices are so high so to me that's very interesting that you wouldn't get somebody who was that good because they really should because if they you know hey do they how do they make their living how, how do they live there? how can they get by without really giving a good effort there yeah yeah i mean i i, I get that for sure and then I agree. Uh, but anyways, after Steakhouse 71, we went up to our room and uh, we dealt with this trip, Brian, with a lot of weather. Uh, on each day we were there, um, probably with this Friday being the, the worst of the, the three days, um, 
with just storms, which is Florida, right? It's it's summer, it's Florida, it's on and off. Um, it was it's gonna rain, and so that's kind of a given. But it started raining, which you know, with, of course, we had the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party book for that evening, and you can get in at four p.m. Well, at four p.m. from the, the contemporary room, and this is a I guess this is a plus at being the contemporary. You know, sometimes when you're on property, I don't know if uh, this is something I noticed, Brian. I know you noticed this probably too. If you're in different spots, you pull up like your weather channel app or weather app that you use, it's going to say you're in different areas. Like it may say uh, Kissimmee, it may say Bay Lake, it may say Lake Buena Vista, just depending on where you're at on property because property is so big. Well, this is a good thing about being at the Contemporary and you're trying to go to the Halloween party. All you have to do is look out of your balcony and see what the weather's doing and you'll know it's going to be doing that right next door. It may not be doing that at Animal Kingdom, almost 20 minutes away from you. But it's going to be doing it where you're at right there. So at 4 p.m., it was a torrential downpour. So we're thinking, okay, we're just next door. We're just a short monorail hop away anyways. The monorail was down because it was lightning. Of course, the monorail doesn't shut down with rain. It does shut down with lightning. There was lightning in the area. And so all I had to do is open up my my room door and walk out into, you know, it's not a hall. I guess it's a hallway, but it's out in the open and look at the monorail and kind of, I kept doing that just to kind of see when it would start up and running again. So anyways, it was about 530. It was still raining, but they opened up the monorail again, which I wasn't upset that I kind of lost an hour and a half because it was, like I said, a torrential downpour. We would have been soaked getting into Magic Kingdom and trying to get to where we were going to get. Now we could have ran in, gotten to a shop, but like I said, we were next door. We were okay with it. We were just relaxing. No problem at all. So, um, got can there I, about, can I ask a logistical yeah, question? Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the, if you're in the contemporary, where was your room? So if you figure it's like one section is towards magic kingdom, the other section is away and one's towards the, one's towards the, um, the lake and one's towards more towards the, uh, the park or the Polynesian. Where was your logistically your room? Okay, um, so we had room 4520, which is going to be towards Magic Kingdom on the ninth floor lakeside. So we okay. were we were probably we were three rooms away from the very last room That's facing facing Bay Lake Tower. Yeah, because you weren't near you weren't near Chef Mickey because I, I um no it was not one near time Chef. we had I had that the um, non luxury of being over there where it, it, it can be very noisy, but it's so wild how like. All you got to do is you go about halfway over and, and, and you don't even hear it. You don't even hear Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's yeah, I did, we didn't hear Chef Mickey. Now, we did hear a lot of monorail noise, you know, people getting off and on the monorail or, or stuff like that because we're on that monorail boarding side. So I guess there's pluses and minuses of both, I, I'm saying, but it, I'm sure it would be much louder over there than it, than it was here. Um, but it was, to me, a fantastic location uh, to, to be able to see that. So that's logistically where we were. And then, um, you know, obviously the last time I tried to book Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. It was, there was a rain delay. So I was already like, Oh geez, here we go again. I'm going to get a rain delay and have to go to, um, city hall and get a rain check and, and have to come <laughs> back like I did last time. And this time it didn't happen. So I will say it, it did drizzle on and off the whole rest of the evening. And we stayed until about, we stayed until after the, um, not so spooky, spectacular fireworks. Uh, shortly after that, we left, which that was at ten fifteen, and the party was till midnight. So, probably about ten forty five, we left. We didn't we didn't shut the park down. We were just really tired. But what we did 
was to me it was a lot. So we went on Space Mountain, which had the overlay. They called it Deep Space Mountain. Yeah, that's that. I heard, when you said that, that was cool. I, yeah, I, 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 I liked. So here's that. what happened. I was we were in the queue, and I'm actually glad that we got stopped. I thought that Space Mountain had broken down, but we were about four people from being. You know where Space Mountain splits? You either go left or right at uh, yes. you know in, in the two different queues, right? So we were probably like three or four people from that. They shut it down, and they announced that they are up. up I don't know what they said exactly, but they were pretty much, they were applying the overlay. And then all of a sudden all the lights went down in that queue area and everybody started screaming, clapping. And then the announcer came over and she said, you know, welcome to deep space mountain where you're going to explore the deepest, darkest parts of space. Uh, we hope you enjoy your journey, blah, blah, blah. And the lights came back up, but only dimmed. So then when you were loaded into the car, not only was space mountain itself pitch black, but they had like scary haunted mansion type organ music blaring inside of space mountain. So it was really cool. I mean, my jaw was dropped and you know, to drop your jaw on space mountain, you kind of break your jaw on space mountain. You don't typically drop your jaw. Um, so it was really, it was really good to have that. That was really different. I was floored and we got done with Emily. I looked at each other and said, that was worth it. That I'm so glad we didn't get, we weren't a little few minutes early because it was like, you know, the party didn't start till seven. This was about six twenty, So they went ahead and applied the overlay a little early. They were already checking armbands when we got on space mountain though, to make sure, you know, cause you're an armband, you can't go the park. So it's a, honestly, Brian, to me, it's a little bit weird logistically. So magic kingdom closes at six, right? If you're a party guest, you can get in at four, but the party doesn't start until seven. So there's this span of time between six and seven that technically by the books, there should be no guests. Um, well, but see, but that's not the rule. See the rule. And it's, this is, this is something that I've actually seen. And I heard people talk about is that they're never going to kick anybody out. They're right. Not they're gonna, just not going to let you not. in the stuff. So they're not going to let anybody else in. But what happens is if you're, if you're in there shopping, they're not going to make you leave because you're right. spending money. So they're going to, they're going to stay in that person can stay there. So there's going to be, there's that buffer period where, they got to get the people out. And again, there's still going to be people hanging around. And I guarantee you there's people there past seven o'clock. Oh, there yeah. Are. But they found, they catch them and they usually get rid of them. But they're there. They're there. They're not they're not forcibly kicking anybody out the door. Right. And I see that. And I've actually seen I've heard people talk about this, that sometimes at closing time, there will be people shopping or just sitting there on the curb. And they're not going to kick them out. Now, they'll still start you know, shortening the park. And I know they start moving closer and closer to try to get them to, to not have it, the ability to go anywhere else in the park, right, but they're not right. going to kick anybody out. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Like in that, since we walked in the queue about six fifteen, and and there was cast members saying, you know, hold your arms up. You know, we got to see your wristbands. Let me see your wristbands. And, um, that's what they were doing a lot of is hold your arms up, hold your arms up. You know, about eight o'clock, they I'm sure they were still looking at your arms, but they weren't doing any of that. So they are, like you said, they're starting to try to weed the people out. So anyways, Road Space Mountain, fantastic. We got off to People Mover. We went over to uh, Pirates. We did the overlay there, which is where they have live actors, you know, at Pirates for the Halloween party. It was pretty yeah, cool. which is great. Um, we did Jungle Cruise, which honestly, man... Jungle Cruise, this was the most rocky boat I have ever been on. Why was and it? Well, because oh, because it was the, the weather. I guess so. I don't know, but the I water, almost, maybe the water was deeper than normal. I almost lost it. 
<laughs> I almost, I was telling Emily, I said, reach in the backpack and get a water. I am nauseous. Like I'm about to, I'm about to puke in this, uh, boot to you bag right here with my candy in it. I don't know. It was just getting to me so bad. And we were sitting in the middle, you know, jungle cruise at night, they flip on those spotlights so that you can kind of see everything around you. Yes. So those bright lights mixed with that rockiness mixed with, I probably didn't have much on my stomach anyways. We were sitting in the middle. We were getting kind of sprinkled on because of where we sat too. So it was just, that was not a great ride. Was it crowded um, when you went on? Oh, the, the boat was completely full. Oh, completely full. Okay. Yeah, completely full. We were sitting in the middle of, of How everything. was the park? See, now here's my, so with all the rain, did you think some people didn't come up? But no, because they paid the extra money, they all showed up. I, f- I feel like it was pretty crowded, but I mean, it, it's party crowded, which is because it's ticketed, it still wasn't that bad. Like there was not, um, Pirates was a 40 minute posted wait. We waited 13 minutes. Uh, so I, it, we didn't wait for anything hardly at all. Um, but then, you know, that's how they do it. They stack so much stuff in there, like the Hocus Pocus stage show, which we saw, then the Boo to You parade, which I want to talk about in a second, but then it's the fireworks. So by the time you do that, you eat something, you get some treats, you go to these the treat trail locations or whatever, before you know it, it's like your night is gone. You know, a few rides here, a few shows here, a few treats here, like trick-or-treating, um, all that together, and it's it eats up time, you know, because you're going around these places doing these things. Um, so anyways, I did eat the, the fried pie, which had buffalo chicken like inside of it with this, um, like almost like a creamy jalapeno sauce on top. It was excellent. And then we had some corn dog nuggets right before, uh, the parade. You can't go wrong with that. Right. I know. But then the boo to you parade, something happened on the night we were there. So we waited forever, which we were on. We were at the hub, close to the hub grass on one of the, the if you're looking at the castle to the left, uh, something must have happened to one of the floats. We heard a rumor later that evening that a float broke down and the other parts of the parade had to go around it until they could get it off of the route, like back towards Frontierland. But these the floats were so spaced out, man. We would be standing there watching people and then all of a sudden, like, it would be five whole minutes almost before another like float or people would walk by. Like the grave diggers were not doing their shovels on the ground for sparks. They were just walking, looking all creepily. So something happened right next to where we were, the the pirates with the mops, they exited the stage, quote unquote. They walked out behind us and went back behind like Crystal Palace. So something was going on to where they ended it. And it wasn't the weather because the weather was, at that point it was sprinkling, but it wasn't lightning or storming. So they really shouldn't have, there was no reason for anyone to leave and go off stage, you know, but something must have happened with the parade back there at the beginning to make it a little bit less of an experience, but that's okay. The not so spooky spectacular with that Jack Skellington puppet was amazing. We were pretty close and I'll put, I'm going to post a lot of pictures, Spoonies. Don't worry. I'm going to post them in the, the Facebook group and uh, this Jack Skellington puppet, which was so weird to see up close because it looked real. It didn't look like an animatronic. It didn't look like a puppet. It was not someone in a costume. It was very Jack Skeleton, very skinny. You know, it was a puppet because I know that's just with knowledge. That's what it is. But it looked very realistic. Like this is the real Jack Skeleton right in front of me. And so that was pretty cool. The whole fireworks show was very neat. And the storyline that goes behind it was awesome. The fireworks were great. To me, that's just an overall pretty good show. 
because it has a storyline, it follows it, and Jack comes in at the beginning and explains what he's going to tell you, the spooky tale, and it comes in at the end to kind of end the story. Really good. So that night was a success. How uh, many any, rides? So how many rides did you go on? Okay, I'll, I was wondering if you have questions. Okay. So we only did, we didn't do many rides because we kind of just soaked in stuff. We walked the shops. We got, you know, some Halloween party merch. We got some shirts and stuff like that. So we only did the Space Mountain Overlay, we did People Mover, we did Pirates, and we did Jungle Cruise. So we only did four, but we saw all three shows, ate some treats, and probably got two full bags worth of candy. And yeah, so that's what we did for that. And of course, like Country Bears is closed because it's a treat trail. The Enchanted Tiki Room is a treat trail, so it's closed. Some of the attractions and stuff are closed. Tom Sawyer Island's closed. Um, We were wanted to do Haunted Mansion, but it just... We couldn't get over there at the right Yeah, time. That, that has to be the big, the, the, a, the a attraction that night. Yeah, it was very busy. Uh, the line, we yeah. did try to go over there one time. The line was extremely long and it was, it was between like, maybe like the boo to you and the, the fireworks or the hocus pocus. And what happened was boo to you was so long because it got delayed. It ran into about only like a 10 minute window before the fireworks started. So that kind of stopped some extra rides and stuff. So we only did four rides, but I feel like we got our money's worth because we did everything else, you know? Yeah, no, I think um, one of the times I went, we we waited till again, again, but then the fireworks went off and we still had like two hours in the park afterwards. Yeah. And those yeah. two hours, a lot of people left. Oh, so yeah. So we pretty much got to go on everything with, with no lines. I remember we were, we were walking around from ride to ride and it was so easy to go on things. Um, but... I could see that if, if things get pushed and the, and the, and the uh, one runs into another, it's got to be a little bit of chaos there. It's probably got to be difficult for them to plan that too, because if they move the parade, then okay, you know, 20 minutes fireworks. now, here we go, fireworks. Um, fireworks be, are about you know, 10 minutes late. A lot, uh, of linguistic, lot, of, lot of logistics there, yeah. Yeah, and so that ran into things, and then we were just exhausted after the fireworks. So we didn't, we got an hour and a half. How much candy it, did you get? We We got two large bags full of candy and i mean i'm talking about like you know you know full-size candy bars and stuff Um, yeah they they, i know they're not they're not skimpy at all yeah no i mean and emily got more than me i guess because she's prettier than me but she like they would just i mean two big old handfuls in her bags so anyways that's and now you guys what'd you guys dress up as we didn't dress up what? I know. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't we dress just, up? No, no, we didn't. We dressed up the first party we went to as Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, but we did not dress up at this one. We just were um, wearing comfy clothes and enjoying all the other folks. Okay, so up. what were some of the good costumes you saw? Did you see some? Oh, gosh, any, yeah. any, any really good? Not And again, not not the people that worked there. I'm saying the people yeah, that came as guests. Oh, we saw uh, the whole Bluey clan, like from the show Bluey. Bluey, like the mom and dad and, and Bingo and Bluey. We saw... A really good evil queen. We saw a really good Jack Skellington had the face paint and everything. Um, she was in the Emporium. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. There was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of just really good. Of course, ghosts and and princesses and and villains. That it was so cool just seeing people dressed up, even if it's just oh, on the monorail we saw a like fairy godmother and Prince Charming and their two kids were. Cinderella and um, 
Oh, that's cool. So, one of the other characters. I can't even remember. That's really cool. But that's it, I love to see. Really I love to see how inventive people get in that. It's so it's such a cool. You know, it's like one of the few times you're allowed to dress and go and you know into the park, and I, I just think that that's just so cool. And <laughs> their mom was talking about how much money all their costumes were for that family, and I was like, yeah, that's a uh, one reason why we didn't do it. But Emily <laughs> made our costumes that previous time for. She bought something for uh, Tinkerbell, but then she made like my Peter Pan and whatever. And it's it's time consuming to do that, and it's cool for pictures, especially if you have like Memory Maker or something like that. But um, if you want to get pictures and stuff like that for PhotoPass, but if not, we just kind of sat back and enjoyed it and just were there, you know. And and it was it was great. Outside of the rain, I say it was definitely worth it. Well, what kind of food? What 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 kind of food or drink? Did you get any of the special food or drinks that were there? I, was, I only got that fried pie uh, with the buffalo chicken pie, okay. and we had corn dog nuggets. Um, I did want to go get, instead of the Cheshire cattail, they had like a, a Binks tail, uh, but I didn't get that. I wasn't really in the mood for it at that time. They had a lot of like ice cream and shakes and sundaes as, as a special s- snacks and stuff for the party. And I just didn't, I wasn't feeling any of that milkiness with the humidity and the rain and stuff. Just wasn't, wasn't on my, uh. My, my mind at that point yeah, so when you say humidity it was it was it was, even though the rain was not it still was pretty humid. oh yeah it was it was so humid it was okay. very very okay. humid very hot i couldn't even imagine that's what emily and i were talking about like wearing poncho. we had umbrellas so we didn't emily put her poncho on for a little while but then she had to take it off because it was like sticking to her skin you know Ooh. it was it was that humid and she and i was looking at her and i'm like i can't put that poncho on no way am i gonna have something so then, yeah, even even wearing a costume in that would have been tough too because yeah, of that too. That's been. another that's another thing too. The humidity in costumes doesn't always work that work out very well. Yeah, we saw like a Scrooge McDuck. We saw that. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a, a an older gentleman. That was great. We saw like a Ebenezer Scrooge. Was that was that like, PBR? Wait, wait, was that PBR? No, was it was not no, PBR. No, it was not PBR. Okay. No. Saw an Ebenezer Scrooge from like the Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, we so yeah it was it was pretty cool we we saw some different did you see did you see any not because when i went one time the first time we went they didn't allow non-disney um oh really but now but then the second time they did so yeah were there there non-disney like um like harry potter wizards or something no i didn't didn't notice any of that stuff Mm -mm. no okay no um okay so that was that was the party uh we had a good time of course how convenient is it? Again, we're just experiencing this <laughs> yeah. to literally walk right outside the train station, get on the monorail, and you're the first off at Contemporary, get on the elevator in your room. And I'm not exaggerating, 10 minutes probably from the train station to your room. No, you, you, you took the monorail, you didn't walk. No, we didn't walk. But it's a short walk too. Yeah, it's a but very we, short we, walk. Yeah, but we didn't walk. We took the monorail. We saw the... We didn't walk at all. The the lines just happened to be in our favor each time we were leaving Magic Kingdom on this trip. And so we went resort monorail, went to the stop. And I kind of like that. You know, that's kind of the the plus over being at the Grand Floridian. Yes, if you're at Grand Floridian, you're the first stop to get there. But I kind of like being that first stop when you leave because you're tired. You know, you're ready to get into bed and you're the first stop. And so that was awesome. And that kind of actually helped us. Even though we didn't stay till midnight because we were just so tired, that helped us even push through the fireworks and push through stuff because we kept thinking we're only pretty much right outside the gate. You know, that's that's how close we are. And so that was really cool knowing that. So we got back to our room and we went to bed. We crashed and we already told ourselves our goal was Epcot the next morning. And we had some lightning lanes for Guardians of the Galaxy. 
And I was going to also join a boarding group for Guardians. And I'm like, look, if I'm getting back and I got to get up, here's Genie Plus again. I got to get up before seven to buy Genie Plus. And then at seven, I have to join the boarding group and make my first Genie Plus Lightning Lane selection, right? So to do all that, I'm thinking we got to get back, got to get in the bed, set my alarm for like 6.50. I tried, (laughs) I know that's risking it, but I was, you know, I'm like, I'm going to try to get as much sleep as I can because we're about to go all in for this park day. And I woke up, no issue purchasing it. No issue joining a Guardians boarding group. Uh, got boarding group 50 and did Genie Plus and got, what did I get the first time? Soren, got that. And no, actually, I got Test Track first because Emily definitely wanted to do Test Track. And then I got Soren second after that when we were actually in the park. But then I went back to sleep. I went back to sleep, set our alarm for like 8 to 8.15. The park opened at 8.30. Early entry was at 8 a.m. So we could have gotten there as early as 8. But instead, I wanted to, we, we both were like, you know, forget it. We're sleeping in. We, we want to. It's our trip. We're doing what we want to, right? Good. Yeah, that's good. Good, good. I, I love yeah. to hear that, too. That's great. So we ended up getting to Epcot about 1030. Uh, Emily got up, started getting ready. I went down to Contempo Cafe, got the bounty platter for both of us, you know, ate it in the room while she did her makeup and all that, got ready, hopped on the monorail, transferred to TTC, got over to Epcot, like I said, about 1030. The first thing we did was Guardians of the Galaxy. So this so ride, jealous again. You 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 hit rise before me, and you get this before me. <laughs> so this ride, and I'm still torn if this is number one. Um, this is, and I'm not going to give any spoilers about the whole experience. So there's pre shows, you know. There's a there's the queue is really awesome. But the ride itself, which this is not a spoiler, everybody's saying how smooth the ride is. It is probably the most smooth ride I've ever been on. And how it transitions and how it rides you around, it is, Emily literally described it as if if you could feel like you're flying, it felt like you were flying. It was that smooth. And there was zero and look if the jungle cruise boat kind of made me nauseous you know i, I get yeah i was I was, I was surprised man i said they, they probably saw you coming there oh get the vomit bags going no i mean and i i not nothing not even a hint of motion sickness and i i could have done that roller coaster over and over again but it's hard to say if it beats rise because now if emily's book it's number one ride guardians number one ride on property no questions asked no problem at all she likes thrill rides. I also like thrill rides. She says that's the smoothest thing she ever rode. That first ride on there where we got one way or another was the song we got was the most like, I mean, the best, ex- she said that is the best experience I've ever had on a theme park ride ever. And so she doesn't measure the experience and the storytelling as much as I do. So taking that into account with Rise, it's hard to balance that with guardians. I'm going to say it's like your, your famous phrase one and one a, like it's really hard to pick a winner here because as far, if I'm talking about ride alone, like just the ride is rise, just the ride or, or the ride of guardians better. It's, it's guardians hands down, but the whole thing put together in a bundle, it's really hard, but guardians is way up there. It is. If it's not one, it's two, you know, it's, it's amazing. Well, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, you know, I kind of look at it and, and I am so happy that you guys had a good time with this and you guys got to experience it and you didn't get, you didn't get any motion sickness or anything, especially after the jungle cruise, which I know, <laughs> I, know, laugh. I know, but no, it's so cool. And you got to see Deborah Harry who, um, who, uh, you know, 
small world around me. She used to, um, uh, my my cousin had my cousin has a recording studio and she used to record there. It's local. She's very local. She's very local. Um, so she's she's really cool. So she's I've heard that she's been down there, um, and that's so cool that they're using her her, her music. But I that that was cool. I just think that you had a great great experience. And you know something, Evan, I I look at it this way: if any of these rides get in the top ten argument, and we could talk about the you know hey maybe they're in the Mount Rushmore or whatever, yeah. that's fine. It, it's it, like like you can argue everybody can argue till they're blue in their face or you know what whether one or one a or one b it's just, are you in the top five are you in the top 10 that's fine then from that point on you can argue all you want right? sure. that, that's yeah. but getting that getting that top so upper echelon this is this one is of it. the better like if we went back to the you know the e-ticket rides this is um oh yeah 100%. this is one of those right so that that's that's important so is it now here's the here's my question is it the best ride in epcot Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's then that's great. Absolutely, I mean, it's it's the ride in Epcot, which is and, and what I Epcot have, needed. Epcot I agree needed with that. that. It needed that ride, and what I also like about it is that it is very Epcot. The whole experience is Epcot. You're traveling to this other planet. It's very tomorrow. It's very there's there's even Epcot theming throughout it. I mean, it's this ride is very very Epcot, and I think like. It just fits there. It would not fit, even though it's branded as Guardians of the Galaxy, it would not fit at any other park. It fits here perfectly, especially if you take into account you're right next to Space 220. You're quote unquote going to outer space in this ride. It's It fits in Epcot, and to me, it is the ride in Epcot. Um, I think Epcot ride-wise is now very stacked. When you look at this and Remy, and Frozen and Soren and Test Track. And then, of course, not even like Spaceship Earth or The Seas or Grand Fiesta and, and that kind or of Mission stuff. Space. Mission Space. Too. Yeah, Mission Space. You got that. Yeah. And But then talking about big rides like this, Epcot has is, is, is grown in that, which is it's awesome. And like you said, it's what it needed. So we did Guardians. We did Soren. We did Test Track. Um, and then we did Guardians again for the second time for our uh we, the first time was our actual um boarding group and then the second time we used our lightning lanes before we ate lunch i didn't want to go eat lunch and then get on it just in case that would do anything to me so we did guardians the second time and got september by earth wind and fire Ooh, another great song that another was great also song. great i mean i think the first one was a better experience just because it was the first time on the ride and our mouths were just wide open the whole time and you know i was dancing both times the whole time uh, Emily was screaming, hands in the air. It just was so much fun. Both songs were excellent to have, but it was the nothing beats the first time. You know, even like the first time on Rise, and nothing beats that first time experience. Wish I could just wipe it out of the memory and do it again. So, the, so the the first time was better than the second time, or they equal? Yeah, no, in, the first uh, time was better than the second time, but it had nothing to do with. What did you notice the second time that you didn't notice the first time? Which is always important to me, like because like sometimes you always notice things that you did the first time. You're just so going crazy, and your senses are are going nuts, and you're just trying to soak it all in. And the second time you had, you can concentrate a little bit more. Yeah, what, you, you what did you concentrate notice? a little bit? But with this ride, without going into too much specifics, it's it's hard to concentrate on a lot of stuff because you do move pretty quick. Um, but I did maybe notice a little bit more of the effects, a little bit more of the the animation and the story, I guess, as you're flying through this building. Um, but I think the second time, yeah, I did, I didn't notice more of that, but it's just, man, with the, 
with the way this this thing moves and how your car moves around at different directions and it's so seamless you know i wouldn't think of of it as a spinning it's more of a a gliding to a different uh direction or a focal point uh, um it's just it's just so different man it's it's it is different ride technology and i, I do agree i said the same thing with rise i said rise of the resistance now has a bar that is set so high and how is disney going to meet it and i think that guardians can can compete with that bar uh, because of ride technology etc etc and i don't expect any less from tron i know that tron is probably going to be more you know coaster focused probably less storytelling i don't know but i probably so um because i never experienced the, the other tron but i would say that um this combines the storytelling with the ride experience because of the pre-shows and stuff like that, um, just as Rise did. So it meets that bar to me. I think that's pretty awesome, though. which is important. That's really important. That's uh, that's it's su- it's super, you know, like that. Uh, it's I'm so happy that they did this. I'm so happy it's getting good reviews. Everybody, you know, there was a couple people. They were saying, oh, yeah, so-and-so. You haven't heard anybody vomit or anything like that. Like, it was sometimes I, I almost think that people were trying to find something wrong with it. Since that day, all I've heard was people saying how great it is and how, how fantastic it is. And it also seems, and again, I don't know this because I wasn't there, but the way they're doing the queues, they did something because it doesn't seem like there's been some cra- any craziness about you know the queues or the lines yeah. or anything like that. What, what did you notice there with that? Did you notice some uh you know lines out the gazoo there or were people moving pretty fast just at guardians itself yeah oh no i I didn't uh the virtual queue was pretty long and we passed it one other time in the day where it was outside the line to get in was outside but it moves pretty steady i think even with just the virtual queue boarding group when we did that we probably waited 25 minutes probably and then with Lightning Lane, of course, we didn't wait at all. We went straight into the pre-show room. Um, and I'm talking about waiting 20 to 25 minutes to get into the pre-show is what I'm talking about. So the whole experience itself probably took like 45 minutes to get off the ride. But um, you're, you're talking about a, a pre-show and then another pre-show and then the ride itself. So this is in itself just like Rise. It's a longer experience. You know, you need to set a little time aside to actually complete the whole ride itself. It's not just like you get on. Same thing with like like a test track. You know, you go build your car, you go put the car, you ride the car, you exit, you have all the things you can do in test track. You can look at the the Chevys in the the showroom. It it takes a while to do like that whole experience. A lot different than like a a Frozen or a Soren. You just get on, you do the ride, you exit through the gift shop or you know whatever. Um, it, this these experiential rides take a lot more of your planning to set time aside to complete them. So how long? So like from the time you walked to the beginning of your lightning name lane to the time you got off, how how much time was was involved? So with lightning lane, like I said, it's different than the than the boarding group. So I think with lightning lane, and I didn't time it. I should have actually timed it for the show purposes. But I'd say with lightning lane, it was probably twenty to twenty five minutes maybe from from getting in there maybe 25 is too long maybe 20 um from actually getting in the queue walking into the queue doing the pre-shows getting on the ride itself and getting off well i think probably 20. i think rise is a little bit longer than that but not i mean that's that's pretty good because when you think about it yeah you know i don't know if you ever like seven doors mine train 
it's like you go you go in that long line you get on and three minutes later you're off you know and know. so, the, inv- so the investment of like 20 minutes or 25 minutes in something like that is pretty cool to me i think yeah. that's yeah that's what you're paying for that's what you expect to see that experience part of it and the fact that you can get you can get off of there and they they're hurting people in and out at with 20 minute slots is also super incredible that people don't give the imagineers enough credit because they're how they heard those people through these rides um, without any kind of big problem is amazing. And I love, I love that. It seems like the, the virtual queue is working fairly well too, because I haven't heard a lot of complaints about that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, so after that, after we did the guardians the second time, we ate, at connections and i got the general so chicken salad again emily got a uh the pizza and salad not a good pizza if you want pizza but either of you got a burger so i'm, I'm that's either a good thumbs up burger. thumbs up there you go yeah 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 whatever but then so the pizza if, if you want pizza don't go to connections um it's not the best you get a very small slice there's other options that's better go do that so we did that then we went through the creation shop bought a few things there and then it was t- it was about two fifteen before we started heading towards the Skyliner because our goal was to was to do Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So we purposely purchased a park hopper ticket so that we could do both. Um, we only we didn't do any of the World Showcase. Uh, we only did as we were walking. We went by like um, like Port of Entry, whatever those shops. Right. Um, walking through United Kingdom. We didn't even go to any of those shops. We were just ready to get to Hollywood Studios because of Genie Plus. I'd made lightning lanes for Tower of Terror. We were trying to make it over there. We get to the Skyliner. It was very dark behind us. So I'm thinking, is it going to be running? Is it not going to be running? And it was not running. So the Skyliner was not running. Not a not great if you want to park cop from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. How do you do it? So instead of us at this point, now that we're standing you know, back there in France, Instead of going back to the front of the park, getting a transfer bus to Hollywood Studios, we decided to take the walk. It was not raining yet. So we just said, we're just going to walk from here to Hollywood Studios, which was about a 15 to 20 minute walk. And it was not bad. It really wasn't. It was peaceful. As you know, you walk by the boardwalk, you go to the path behind the boardwalk, get you over to Hollywood Studios. Uh, It was very hot. And as it was so humid because it was like pitch black dark. And I got over to Hollywood Studios and we started on, on the rides there. So we did Tower of Terror. We did Rock and Roller Coaster. We did, um, I had made a Genie Plus for um, Toy Story Mania, but we didn't do it because we instead went to go do Rise. We went to the Toy Story gift shop. We had done Rise. And then we tried to go over to the Muppet shop. It was closed, unfortunately. I don't know why. The, just the Muppet Vision ride was open, or the attraction experience was open, but the shop itself was closed. That's the new shop, right? Because is, is it the new? The new didn't they didn't they revise that shop? Or I think so, maybe a little bit. It's called Stage One or Stage Two or something. I forgot what it's called. Um, but yeah, it was closed. We wanted to kind of go in there and see if we could find some Muppet stuff for Ezra, but unfortunately, it was closed. We did at that point start heading out because it was probably about five fish to almost six o'clock and the goal was going to be to stay at hollywood studios just do stuff there and then go back to epcot to watch harmonious but then we have this new edition of we're staying at the contemporary i've never seen enchantment so why don't we just 
head back to our resort and just go right next door. So we did three parks in one day instead of four. And we left probably about 5.35, took a bus from Hollywood Studios back to the Contemporary. And this bus that we took, a couple of things about it, was from Hollywood Studios, it was a combo bus, Wilderness Lodge and Contemporary. So we went to Wilderness Lodge first, and then we went to Contemporary. So that took a little bit longer than I would have liked. It was not a direct bus to to that. I, I would, and honest, I, I, I'm kind of torn about that. Wilderness Lodge and Contemporary are pretty close, right? But they're both deluxe resorts. So it's like, it's almost like, I understand how like Beach Club and Yacht Club would be maybe one bus, but Wilderness and Contemporary, I feel like should have their own devoted buses because like Polly and Grand Floridian have a combined bus too. And they're, I mean, I guess they're pretty close too. So I, I guess I get it logistically. It makes sense, but it does make it a little bit longer for the guest. Wait, you so know? they didn't have a bus that went directly from the park to from park to park? Because I thought they had those. No, they had those. Uh, we weren't going directly to the Magic Kingdom. We wanted to go back to the Contemporary. Oh, you definitely like, wanted to go there first. Okay. Yeah, we wanted to go back and like freshen up, change clothes, that kind of stuff, because we were just soaking wet just from some of the rain and some just sweat in general and just kind of wanted to freshen up, you know. So, yeah, we went to, to Wilderness Lodge first, the bus did, and then we went to... Um, the contemporary, but what was funny was that Harry Potter music was playing on the bus from the bus speakers, and so I, I talked to the bus in a Disney bus. Yes, yes, and I, I asked the bus driver because the 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 guests in front of us were looking at like confused too, and I said, "Hey man, I said I think your radio station's confused that we're at Disney World," <laughs> and he said. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is that, you know, we're this is Hollywood Studios, right? So it's Hollywood. And he said, you know, we we play James Bond, we play Harry Potter, we play all kind of all kind of music because it's Hollywood, right? And I was like, Oh, I guess I that does make sense. But he said it is kind of funny, isn't it? And so yeah, we were listening to Harry Potter music on a Disney bus. So we go, you know, we had like I said, we had fun at Hollywood Studios. We get back to the resort, we change, and of course, the storm that caused the um, Skyliner to shut down was now upon us. And it also had caused the monorail to shut down. So, uh, because it started raining again and there was lightning in the area. The monorail was shut down, got back to our resort. We did change. We were going to go over to Magic Kingdom. And so we had to wait it out. So we probably ended up getting to Magic Kingdom at about 7 30. We did go ride Haunted Mansion. All this is on Genie Plus. So I'll, when I get to the end of this day, I'll tell you everything we did on Genie Plus. Um, then after Haunted Mansion, we went to Columbia Harbor House, which Emily said was one of her favorite meals that we had the whole trip Nice, Be- because she had the salmon, uh, the, I guess it was grilled salmon or something like that with rice and it would come in green beans, but she just got French fries cause she, you know, it's one of those not vegetable people. And, um, she said the salmon was really good. And I got a special feature dish that they had, which was a shrimp broil. So they had peel and eat shrimp with andouille sausage and potatoes and corn. And they gave you a couple um, Parker House rolls with it. Nice. So you kind of had like a little low country broil dish. And it was really good. And so by the time we got there, we went through some shops, got a haunted mansion, ate at Columbia Harbor House, kind of took our time. It was like 8.15. Um. Uh, maybe like eight. No, it was eight thirty because the fireworks started at nine. That's right. 
So we we headed to Main Street because you know goal was let's see enchantment. And as you know, Brian, when people start getting there, it's getting close to fireworks time. It's probably fifteen minutes. The, the cast members have those red wands. They're telling you where to go, so they're they're like herding you in like cattle, and they're telling you just fill in all available space. You know, keep going, keep going. So we're like shoved up in in this spot on Main Street, uh, not on Main Street. We're kind of we're in the hub. So my whole goal was let's see enchantment. So I got to finally see enchantment. Of course, this is the reimagined version of enchantment that they have now included Walt Disney and Roy Disney. Yes, which which was which a smart move. Should have done that to begin with, but they didn't. They had this intro from Mickey, like the original. I don't know if it was the original animation of Mickey, but one of the original animations of Mickey projecting on like the the quote unquote balcony of the castle is where the projection was. It was a great opener. So I think that transition into the um, You Are the Magic song from the Walt Roy Spiel with the Mickey Mouse going into that was a beautiful transition. I think that was really nice. And overall, was the show better than Happily Ever After? No. But was the show trash? No. The show was good. I think the, the addition of Mickey, even at the end of... Of Enchantment, Mickey comes back and says some more stuff to close out the show. And instead of the announcer saying, you are the magic, it's Mickey saying, you are the magic. So it helps a little bit of that Disney feel come back to it. Um, So I will say Enchantment um, is not a bad show. So do you give, do you give, and this is good because do you give the Imagineers a little bit of a, a passing grade for going back and fixing yes. the obvious flaws. Yes. I and do. I love the fact that they could do that. See, to me, you know, they could have not done it and said, you know, forget it. We're not, screw you. We're not doing it. But they didn't. They actually said, you know what? Maybe they listen. were right. Let me go yeah. do it. Yeah. I give them props for that. I also give them props that this show is, is I mean, outside of adding Walt and Roy and Mickey, this show was not meant for the nostalgic Disney fan. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. That's sad. But it's meant for the newer kids Disney fan. Like it had the Wreck It Rouse. It had the new like Ryan the and the Last Dragon, or you know, it it had the newer Disney movies featured in the projections to appeal to the kids of today, right? So adding that with the new movies and then now adding the Walt, the Roy, the older Mickey spiel, that made it appeal to all fans, I think. And so I think that did drastically improve the show itself. So I overall I would definitely watch it again. Do I think if you have a choice, do you go see Harmonious over this? Yes. I like Harmonious better than this, but I still don't think it's, it's not a cheapened quote unquote magic kingdom castle fireworks show by, by any means, in my opinion. So I think it's worth seeing. Oh, it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. But I, yeah, it does it, does it, Okay, so rank it now. No, you no, you say you've never seen You only saw Wishes a couple of times. So I saw Wishes once. So it's been so long, but I would, See, Wishes is pre-projections, you know? Wishes is just lights on the castle, which doesn't mean that's bad because it made you focus more on the fireworks. But I would maybe say Happily Ever After, number one, number two, Enchantment, and three Wishes. Wow. Um, because I'm a, I'm a newer Disney Yeah, that's fan. probably I true. I didn't have Wishes as long as everybody else did. Yes, yeah, so. you, you didn't have that. You don't have that tie. Um, right. I don't have the I think a lot of us, a lot of us, since we had it for so long, um, taking away was 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 part of the because it became it became 
canon every time we were there. Like we knew we were sure. going to get wishes. We liked it. We that was part of how we ended our night. And then when they changed it, it was like whoa! Not not that it was bad. Nothing. It, it was never one of them was bad. It was just wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't have that emotional tie-in. So that was different for me. I thought Happily Ever After was amazing. So. After that, we went and did, uh, you know, it was, the park was about to close. We had probably about, it was, fireworks were at nine, the park closed at 11. Emily wanted to go to a few more shops before it closed. So as soon as the fireworks were done, we went to some of the other shops. And then we were like, okay, well, we're actually not as tired as we thought we would be. Do we want to go do something else? So I wanted to see Philhar Magic because I had not seen it since they added the Coco scene and they had fixed up the animation. So by the time we went through the shops, got back to fill our magic, it was like 10, 15. And so that's what we decided to do. We didn't, of course, use Genie Plus. We we could have, but there was no reason to yeah, because for, you just for, walk, yeah, walk right in, right? Yeah, you so um, we walked right in, watched the show. It was really good. When we left there, we just went ahead and, and left the park. Um, but so you did three in all, parks in a day. Three parks in a day. And we, we used Genie Plus for the following. Soren, Test Track. Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, um, Haunted Mansion. That's what we use Genie Plus for. And we had Lightning Lanes for Rise of Resistance and Guardians of the Galaxy. And of course, we got the boarding group for Guardians. So to me, Genie Plus was definitely worth it for, oh, yeah. for oh, yeah. to get done what we had to get done. So oh, yeah. I think, think you. I mean, I think we're proving through time that once you get used to it, and once you know how to use it. Yeah, it is definitely worth it, and, and yeah. you know, there takes some getting used to, and you have to be able to do that. And it's it itself has gotten better. Like they've made other iterations, but there's been like what four upgrades since that day, since it started. Um, yeah. It's getting it's getting better, and it's it's getting more intuitive, which mm-hmm. I think that's 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 really important. Um, and just people are using it more often. People are trusting it more, which again, I think the ultimate goal is eventually we should be able to trust it fairly. You know, we again. I don't know if I would trust it 100, percent but you you can trust it to make some decent decisions. Yeah, and so my last bit before I talk about my last day, which is Sunday, and I know we're running a little bit long. I, Emily and I did both have Magic Band pluses, and um, Friday night at the Halloween party, mine was acting fine, and Emily's was acting fine. We were interacting with the statues during the Halloween show and stuff like that. It was lighting up and. It would light up at random times. You know, it would remind us when we're walking by a statue, it would light up. Saturday, mine was having some connection issues. Emily's was was fine, especially during Enchantment. Mine didn't do anything at all. I pulled up my app and it just said it was not connected, period. It just said not connected. And I couldn't even connect it. I'm thinking what happened is that I did not put the charger on it uh, tight enough Friday night. And so that's why it died before enchantment that day. I think it was low on battery and I didn't get to charge it all the way because Emily's magic band was just going crazy during enchantment. It was matching the colors of the lights that were on the castle and projecting. It was really cool to watch that. Like if the whole castle was blue and purple because of frozen, her magic band plus was blue and purple because of frozen. And I think that's a cool, like, not like you said that you're going to sit down and look at your magic band the whole time, but like, if the scene changes and your eye happens to like in your peripherals, it glances that it was pretty cool to just kind of see that it's matching the show exactly. And that was pretty neat. So, okay. So here's an, again, I'm asking you these questions. So I don't know. Yeah. So if you had brought a, if you had brought a portable charger with you, would you have been able to charge it? 
Sure. Yeah, you can. So it does. It does. It does fit into those. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yep. You could have charged it. Um, no problem at all. But I think that it now. Granted, of course, it does everything you need it to do without charging that battery. Like it still worked to get into the parks. It still worked for lightning lanes. It still works for all of that kind of stuff with its secondary backup battery. Just because it has a main battery in it, like a regular Magic Band does, that works for all of that stuff. You just need to charge it to be able to have the lights and to interact with the statues and do all the extra stuff. Um, so it it worked. So overall, was it a good purchase? Yeah, I think so. I think it was. Mine was. I liked mine just the way it looked. The Millennium Falcon looked pretty cool to me. To me, it was not much bigger than the Magic Band itself was. Um, so to me, it wasn't much different. And so I actually enjoyed wearing it. I mean, typically, you know, I used to do the Apple Watch thing. And that's fine. And a lot of people are using their Apple Watches, even to get into the parks and to get into um, lightning lanes and that kind of stuff. Um, but I just, I went no Apple Watch the whole trip. And instead, I just did all Magic Band. And there was just something like we talked about. Even I had my phone with me the whole time, disengaging that Apple Watch connection of, you know, looking at your wrist all the time was even made it a little bit more better. Yeah, more better. No, I, I think that's that's good. I think that's good. See, th- these are good things. Um, I love to hear that. Actually, I, I I am glad that you were able to use it, and you got you gave it a positive review. Um, you gave a positive review of of Guardians. Um, th- these are these are good things, and you gave a positive review of the um, of the fireworks or or the show at the end. So Enchantment got a good rating. So I'm glad to hear that because some of those big things that you could have you could have come back and said. You know, Enchantment's really not good. Not there. It's, I'm sorry, it's not. Or, or you know, Guardians is all hyped up. Maybe, maybe, you know, what these people are saying, I don't know what they're doing. You, know, you didn't say that. Um, you know, they, yeah, you yeah. got some great reviews. So that's good stuff. I mean, like those those are three big things that you did, you hadn't experienced before and also the contemporary. Right. So you got some really good positive stuff. Um, yep. I still got one more day. So let me, let me cover this well, last Hold day. on. There's one, one thing I wanted to say is, okay, go ahead. So, so Emily got pizza. And she didn't like it, but so we have to have an episode, um, the best pizza at Disney and, and yeah, we, we can have it. That. It only lasts a minute because there, there isn't any. So that's, I think <laughs> that is, that is the one that's, it's pretty much a no, like pizza at Disney. It just doesn't work for some, some reason. A lot they of people haven't like found that. They haven't found it yet. They have not found the pizza there. Yet, yeah. You know, good pizza. Yeah. A lot of people like being Appley though. Eh, um, I've never had it's it. Okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay, but it's not good pizza. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's all. That's that. I, that was just crack. I, I wanted to say something before, but I said I'll wait till you're done. Okay, now go ahead. No, I apologize. Okay. No, it's okay. No problem. Um, so again, staying at the contemporary, even pushed. Uh, pro- honestly, just leveling with myself and leveling with knowing me, uh, knowing Emily, knowing our style. If we were staying anywhere else besides a contemporary, we probably wouldn't have went and done Philhar Har Magic after that. After the fireworks, we probably just would have left. Like if we had to go back to Saratoga Springs, catch a bus or Animal Kingdom Lodge or where, wherever the case may be that's outside of that monorail, um, that is what pushed us to stay longer, knowing that literally we're walking right to the monorail and we're the next stop, hopping on the elevator, going up to our floor, we're in our door in 15 minutes. And that right there was just so amazing. So we left Magic Kingdom. We were, like I said, about 15 minutes or so. We were right back in our room, getting ready for bed. And Sunday was our day of no plans, really. Um, And we changed our plans so many times during that day. And we ended up 
sticking with what the original plan was because I know, I know if you saw me messaging, we were going to go to a park. We decided not to just because we were having a good time. So Sunday was the no park day, kind of rest a little bit, go to Disney Springs. That was the plan. And that's what we ended up doing. Um, I originally had a reservation for homecoming for eight something that night at Disney Springs, but we ended up canceling that. Oh, really? We, oh, I was waiting, looking forward to hearing you say, talk about them. Okay. Yeah, we canceled it because I could never get anything earlier. And I didn't really want to be at Disney Springs eating at eight and having to leave the next morning pretty early because, like, you sit down and eat. It's eight o'clock. You know, maybe it takes an hour because experience, you got to get back, you got to start packing. So we just didn't do that. That's why we ended up going with Ohana instead, which I'll get to that. So we slept in, woke up, got breakfast at Contempo Cafe, ate in the room, got down to the pool about 10 a.m. The pool was great. The contemporary pool was awesome. Yes. Uh, we we laid out for you know probably an hour to hour and a half. We just laid up by the pool. We got in the pool, went down the water slide, both of us acting like kids, you know, several times going down the water slide. And then we about had enough. We kind of walked around. We did walk over to Bay Lake Tower, walked in the through the lobby, walked out to their pool. We didn't get in the pool, although we could have. We just kind of looked at it and just I, I kind of wanted to see it because I never actually saw the, the pool area of Bay Lake Tower. So we just kind of took a look at it. Then we went back to our room and started getting ready because we were going to go to Disney Springs and, and get some lunch there and then just kind of have a Disney Springs afternoon. So we did. We got lunch. We um, We ended up driving to Disney Springs to me. Uh, that's just easier, in my opinion, driving to the parking garage, getting in that way is quicker because I have control over when I leave and, and don't. And it's not like Disney Springs. You're parking right next to where you walk in pretty much. You're not having to like park at a TTC no, that's and a ride move. something. That's you know a smart I mean? move. It's, it's if you don't have a car, you take an Uber. If you, The buses to Disney Springs, it's just not, it's not a good it always takes And it's forever. just so hard to get to the buses. Yeah, that's another whole the whole situation of the buses at Disney Spring. It's it's like another fifteen minute walk. It, yeah. It's not it's not convenient. Yeah, so um, it, it, we got there. We ate it. We wanted something different. We love Earl of Sandwich. We typically do like if we go to Disney Springs, we do Earl of Sandwich for lunch. Just kind of wanted something different. I'd heard about Blaze Pizza. And there's also Chicken Guy. There's also Deluxe Burger. We just wanted to grab something quick. And so we ended up siding with Blaze Pizza. I knew nothing about the place. Brian, you ended up telling me it's a chain. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But we walked in. It's like a build-your-own pizza, which we have them here. Pie Five, um, Your Pie. There, there, there's a lot of different places that is a build-your-own pizza, even where we live. We just kind of wanted something quick, and we figured pizza sounds decent, so let's just go with that. And so we just went with pepperoni. I didn't you know, fight that, or I didn't really even look at the menu. If I would have looked at it, we would have chose the pick two where you get a half a pizza and a salad. That's what I would have gotten and, and probably loaded my pizza up because I like lots of stuff on my pizza. I'm like a supreme all meat kind of oh, wow. person. And Emily's a just like pepperoni or cheese. That's what she likes. So we split a pepperoni and it was really good for a thin crust, quote unquote, quick service pizza. It was not bad. And um, I, I needed the much needed vitamin water on tap there. <laughs> I was low on hydration. So I got that. Emily had this lemonade that tasted really good. And so definitely have no qualms with Blaze Pizza. Is it the best? No. But is it was it great for like a quick service pizza? Yes. Better than Connections Pizza. Better than like a pizza flatbread you can get at like Pop Century or something like that. So to me, if you're ranking it among those or going up against those, it wasn't bad. Actually, you know what? Since Blaze is, is this, yeah, we have Blaze like, you know, like the shopping malls, the airports it's all over the place but blaze is actually better than 
most Disney pizza anyway. So you probably are yeah. right because yeah. it's definitely better than what Emily had the first day. And right. again, if, if we say, Hey, if the basic thing is that Disney doesn't really have good pizza, you're going to at least be consistent with blaze. It's not going to be much different than you get it in right. New Jersey or Nevada or South Dakota or whatever. It's going to be the same blaze pizza. At least yeah. you, know, you know what you're getting. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so then I was, Emily's never been in the balloon. So of course me and you did that last time. Right. And uh, the Kirsten flight, it was closed because lightning was in the area. So, unfortunately, Emily didn't get to do that. Uh, we did go to Gideon's. We did a lot of shops. We did a lot of shops. Emily did shopping. She spent some time in different stores. We actually just, because we decided to not go to a park, um, at the end of it all, we spent about four hours at Disney Springs. That's a long uh, time. Which I think is a long time, too. I, it didn't even feel like it. We just, we took our time. We went slow. We got treats. I got ice cream. I went to Salt and Straw, and I got a um, a toasted uh, coconut pineapple, which was like a, a a vegan sherbet kind of thing, and it was very good. Got that in a waffle cone. They make their waffle cones right there in front of you on like a waffle iron, and it was it was great. So got some ice cream. It just really took our time. Like I said, just went to the shops, took it easy. So. Of course, we ended up not going with a park. So the goal was we wanted to go over to the Poly because we were staying the Contemporary and at least go to the gift shop. So then we decided on Ohana. So I was checking at the latter part of our Disney Springs day, and I kept checking and refreshing and refreshing over and over again, and just no reservations for Ohana were popping up whatsoever. But it was giving a waitlist option. But of course, you can't join the waitlist until you're you know, geofenced in the like resort Correct. property, yes, right? I know, you're right? So we couldn't even join it from the contemporary. We had to get closer to it on the monorail to join it. Then by the time we got back to Disney, to from Disney Springs to the contemporary, got up to our room, putting on some fancy clothes because we were wanting to go eat at Ohana. Here comes the storms again uh, because, you know, characters in flight balloon was closed down to the lightning. Well, here the lightning came and the monorail shut down. So we didn't know what to do. We were like, okay, so what do we do? You know, do we drive over there and try to sweet talk the guard check into saying, hey, we want to join the walk-up list, which would probably work, or do we just wait a few minutes? And luckily, we didn't really have to debate that that much longer because the monorail was up and running again. But by the time the monorail was up and running, the wait list was at capacity. So we said, you know what? We're just going to go over there anyways. I'm going to walk up to the Ohana check-in stand and just talk to the lady and say, look, it's two of us. Can you put us on the wait list? There you go. There we you go. got it. We got to Ohana and or got to the poly, got off. By the time I got in that line, I was checking it and boom, the walk walk up capacity uh, was was lifted and it said a 55 minute wait. And so I went ahead and on that app, I clicked join. So we joined the wait list at 55 minutes. I was already in line. So I went ahead and talked to the check in. I said, hey, look, I, I literally the wait I was about to try to you know sweet talk you into putting us on the list but the walk-up capacity just lifted and we were able to join the the walk-up queue i said is there anything else you need from me she said no sir you know i have your name i have your number uh we know you're here we'll text you when your table's ready but just so you know we are very crowded because it did say 55 minute wait for the walk-up capacity like uh, list for the queue she said it's probably going to be that 55 minutes and that's it that's okay you know at this point it was like it was like six fifteen, something like that. And I was like, you know, we'll just we'll walk around the poly, we'll go to the shops, et cetera, et cetera. By the time we do that, we'll sit down for a little while and it'll probably kill the time. And and lo and behold, we went to the shops, walked around a little bit, 
And then we sat down in the lobby on, on the couches and we waited probably only about 15 to 20 minutes, like on the couch itself before we got a text that our table was ready. So that's not bad. That's actually not bad at all. I didn't think so. I mean, that was the goal, right? So we achieved the goal. Was a 55 minute wait pretty long? Yes. But our goal was to go to the poly, go to the gift shops and eat at Ohana. So at the end, we achieved our goal. How we got the, the means to that end was a little bit longer or different than we maybe have wanted, but that's okay. We did what we were supposed to, or we did what we set out to do. How about that? Um, so anyway, Ohana was great. The food was excellent. We had an terrific. excellent cast member. She was fantastic. I think her name was Aubrey. Um, shout out to Aubrey. She was great. Um, they did not bring the, the meat out on the skewers, but they still brought all the same meat out. They brought the skillet out. They had, um, we did talk about the bread, how it wasn't the same, but it still was pretty good. But the noodles and the wings and yeah, the pot great. stickers and they're the just chicken amazing. and the amazing. Steak it's and like shrimp. so Man. many amazing things all in a row. It's like so hard to pick what you want. Yeah, it was so, and so you don't pick what you want. You just eat everything. Yeah, eat everything. There you go. And then uh, the guy with the ukulele was there. He was walking, he walked right by us singing. He was so good. So it was, it was cool to have that there. Um, we sat pretty close to the grill itself, so we got to see like the flame shooting up. But we also had a view of like the poly pool and the castle in the background. So we had a really good seat in Ohana. I was happy with that. Like I said, great food. The bread pudding at the end, awesome. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> with that ice cream and the salted caramel oh, sauce, which was different than I've only known Ohana one time before, and it was a like that banana caramel sauce that right, they used to right, have years right, ago. Right. But now they've changed to a salted caramel sauce, which was good. No problem. I think I like the banana one better, but this one was, I mean, look, trust me, it was great anyways. Um, anyways, meal was great. Then the goal was to go to Grand Floridian and check out their shops to see if they had anything different since we're already on the loop anyways. And we already stop at Grand Floridian anyways. Getting off, went to the shops there. Uh, just, I don't know, man, honestly, the Grand Floridian, when we were there, it, it just we saw a lot of management walking around. I don't know if it was what was going on. We saw a lot of, I don't know how to describe it, except just, just really rich looking people. I mean, it was the, it was the quintessential, a lot of grownups with the slick back greased hair and the, the suits on. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was like some, you know, a special event was happening, uh, like a business event or something, or if it was just, Hey, this at is the, just Grand, Grand Floridian. They, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was just Grand Floridian, folks. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know, but um, <laughs> it was it was interesting. Now you had a it's like you know on that second floor, there's like that little photo backdrop spot. You had several people getting their pictures. They were in really dressed up attire, not like dresses or anything. The ladies they were in like not pantsuits, but oh, they were just dressed. Up. They might have there might have been a wedding because there's there a, could wedding, have been a wedding. wedding pavilion there. They could have been a wedding. That's a good point. But there was. Anyways, it was just definitely like a, um, it wasn't as casual feel, which is what a lot of people say about the Grand Florian anyways. You have a guy in a suit playing a grand piano downstairs and, you know, I just, I saw a kid walk in with his bathing suit on. It just, it just, it's like an oxymoron almost, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't fit in a way. Um, but it still was nice, super nice. We didn't find anything. So we hop back on the monorail and this is, this was like the perfect ending of the trip when I'm about to describe. And this is what made the contemporary what it was. This is was the icing on the cake. We get back to the contemporary. It is probably 8.45 when we got to our room. And, of course, Enchantment started at 9. 
but also harmonious starts at nine. So the goal was, you know, we have a lake view room from the balcony. I can see Spaceship Earth. So we were going to watch the harmonious fireworks, right, from the balcony. Because it's far, but you can still see it. So it was nine o'clock and we saw like the lights from World Showcase for Harmonious and we saw like one firework, but it was really in the distance. And then we heard the massive boom explosion of Magic Kingdom right behind us. And I looked at Emily and I'm like, look, we're right next door to Magic Kingdom. We're going to go find a spot to see the enchantment, right? So of course, there's a spot on the fourth floor that everybody knows about that you can walk out and there's like seating to where they pipe the music in and you can sit right there on, on this balcony with seats built in and watch it okay or like what we did and what we figured out doing was we were like i said we were like three rooms from the end face of magic kingdom we walked out of our room took a right and walked outside which is at the contemporary the staircase if you want to take the stairs it's outside it's covered but it's outdoors so what we did was we went right outside and we stood at the handrails and watched enchantment and we could still hear the music playing from a few floors down. It was piping it in to those people that were sitting down there. But our view, Brian, was amazing. And I'll post pictures in the, in the group. So if you're staying at Contemporary, don't worry about trying to go down to the fourth floor and going out there on those seats. Just go to the end of your hall, go out on the staircase, and watch it from there. Completely unobstructed view. You can see the monorail going down like below you back and forth. So you're staring at the castle and Spaceship Earth. You see the fireworks. You can see the projections on the castle. You don't even need to spend the extra money on a theme park room when all you have to do is literally walk out of your room and go to the staircase and watch it. So yeah, I think that the, the, the whole theme park room thing to me has always been something that I'm like, okay, so it's, it's great if you have it, but I, I, I'm telling you right now, you see the the sun come up in the morning and, and the sun go down in the afternoon on the lake, on the lake side, I think that's a much better view. And I think hopefully that you felt that way too. But I, to me, that is a better view than the, than the park, but that's just, I, I a hundred percent agree. I would not um, have wanted a theme park view seeing that Bay Lake view and how beautiful it was. That's, that's what I want. I, I had no interest in anything. I have no interest in the theme park view. So, um, we watched Enchantment. We thought all was said and done. We go back to our room, and here's the sad part, right? We start to, to pack, that kind of stuff. And it was about 10 o'clock, and I, I saw the electrical water pageant, like the boat, so I thought we had missed it. So, we were in our room, and we were packing up, and all of a sudden, we heard the speakers, you know, blast from Bay Lake. And it was, we walk outside on the balcony and there's the electrical water pageant performing for contemporary and what like a quote unquote kiss good night from yep. Disney to see, you know, we get back, we, we get our Ohana, we go to the gift shops, we see enchantment from an awesome view from the contemporary and we're packing up and all of a sudden we hear music and we go outside just right outside our room on the balcony and we get to watch the electrical water pageant. And it was so cool. Um, I have actually never seen the electrical water pageant full show in person. Really? I, I, yeah. Never wow. seen it. Escort, never stayed at deluxe until Saratoga. Now this one. And um, so, yeah, that was just a magical experience and, and we really just didn't want to leave. So there's not much else left. We left the next morning. We did take a picture at the, the, the desired photo spot of the 
like the metallic Mickey ears that people with the the little on the little swing. um, How about did you did you walk around the the contemporary at all? Did you check? um, Did you go look at the uh, at the venue for conferences? Because that's pretty cool. Well, we didn't like go into conference rooms, but we did like go on that floor, kind of looked at that. Did you look of course, at the went gym? in the shop. They have, they have a really nice gym too. I don't didn't know go to the gym. To yeah. no, we looked at the arcade. Looked at the um. You know, you have three shops there. You have one that's like the general shop. One's that's more like a toy or kids center shop, and then you have like the DVC shop that's got like the sundries and the the you know the food and the medicine and that kind of stuff. That has a few DVC items in it too. But the arcade is the arcade awesome. Is great. That arcade is awesome. God, it's huge. Um, then of course, Contempo Cafe is, is really not to me one of the best quick service. I, I even prefer Pop Century Quick Service over Contempo Cafe. I like uh, Contempo for for a late night snack or lunch, but yeah, breakfast no, no, it's not. Yeah, and, and like dinner options was not very good either. It it didn't have anything special, you know. It was like burger, flatbread, or there was one dish that like the chef at the Contempo Cafe was like Vietnamese, so they were featuring like a Vietnamese dish so that was like one specialty dish but it it didn't sound appealing to me so i didn't like we, we never really ate there outside of breakfast um yeah so that was the trip a, i mean i have to say you know it's funny because contempo cafe i've never actually said hey that's where i'm gonna go you know do my meal i usually do it it's usually right. like a snack or something if we're rushing um yeah. so i've never even i've never even took the time to look what they had for dinner but uh, it, it's for me, as a snack, it was always been, it's always been good. Yeah, yeah. And and we got the last trip, Emily got a burger from Contempo Cafe, and it's the worst burger she's had on property ever. Um, even, like, Pop Century is better. I mean, it's just, it was that bad. Um, anyways, I that was the trip. So, very good trip. Extremely magical for Emily and I. Saying the Contemporary uh, has spoiled us. We out of all the categories of like deluxe resorts, I really thought that, and I've, of course I told Emily that I want to stay at a beach club yacht or boardwalk. One of those three next that one, that's going to be well, where that, I want to stay. Say, it's that. very similar. You're going to find it. You're going to find the same thing. You have yeah. uh, even a quicker walk. You don't even have to worry about the monorail. You're there. Right. You can go and, and even Hollywood studios, the walk is not that bad. Um, but, but the Epcot, like we actually have been, I've done this. I've gone, left my left the beach club, gone over, got us a couple orders of fish and chips, and came back and yeah, and, and yeah. brought it back to right the room. There. Like because it's so you get you're so quick, it's so quick, and you go back yeah. in. So to me, that's the coolest thing, and you can't you can't beat that. But even even like you said, you have you didn't do the walk from the walk there is actually pretty quick. You would not believe you know it's kind of a little awkward because yeah. you have to go to the parking lot and across right. a little street, but it's you're all of a sudden you're there and you're like, wow, this is so close. Yeah, it's pretty uh, close. And that's a cool thing about it. Yeah. But overall I'm super stoked. It was definitely worth it. We, we wish we were back. I'm looking forward to the next one. No idea when that's going to be, but we had an overall excellent, excellent anniversary trip. Of course we missed Ezra, but um, the trip itself, as you heard was, and sorry, Spoonies for running long here. No, this um, is good because no, you did a, you got a great trip. The anniversary, you got the contemporary resort. You got to see a bunch of things you hadn't done yet. Experienced some things. Um, you got to get a burger. You got to get some pizza, <laughs> but you, but you also, you also, you also got Ohana's steakhouse 71 and steakhouse 71. And you had, yeah. um, and you had, um, and also, um, your your meal at um why am I drawing a blank right now your meal in Magic Kingdom um 
Yeah, Columbia Harbor House. Columbia Harbor good. House, which is one of the best yeah, quick service folks. You know, you always, you know, day in, day out, it's always been one of the best ranking quick services. And you had a good meal there, which is, I love to hear that stuff. Yeah. So this is all good stuff. I mean, this is it was great. great. It was a great trip. And I think it was very productive. And you think, think about it, was well, how many days were you there? Three, four? I mean. Yeah, it was um, four nights, three, technically three full days. You did days. a lot, yeah. man. You did a we lot did a in lot. that small amount of time. You did. Yeah. You even had some relaxation. Even, you, we even did. So, you only stayed with the pool for two hours, but you did relax for two hours. I that did, yeah. And we slept in a couple mornings. We didn't, you know, barnstorm the park as soon as it opened. Uh, we We kind of took our time and we still... It just made it worse. You ride, I, I really ride think, home. Did you feel? Did you feel that you accomplished that you got stuff done? Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's like, what and, matters. And, that's what matters. I really yeah, great. think, like, e- yeah. Sorry. E- even though on Epcot that morning, even though we weren't there at park opening, I think that gave us that fuel to make it to park closing at Magic Kingdom that night. I think it made it worth it to go in later, so we slept later. So I think it all worked out. I mean, this was a great trip. Uh, it really was. And we had a great time. Um, and we, like I said, we can't wait to go back. So any closing thoughts from you? And then we'll go ahead and end this. Thing. No, I think you had a great trip. I, I, I mean, this is, this was your trip. This is your trip story. So um, I think uh, great things. I'm glad to hear that you had a good time. I'm glad to hear that you had some great experiences. Um, that's what matters. That's, you know, it's a memorable trip. This is one you'll always remember. That's important. Right. And I think, and I think that's good. And I think, uh, more people need to get out there and go for those little quick trips when you can. Because if you have the opportunity to do that, go do it. Because look what yeah. you can get done. You got he got a lot done, and and, and that's that's pretty impressive. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, Spoonies, if you ever need any help or need any tips about how to navigate things, please reach out to us. Uh, as I always say, you can you can message us on Facebook. You can go to a spoonful of podcast Spoonie Nation on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. You can join it. I'm going to be posting some pictures from our trip in there. You can email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com for tips or tricks or show ideas. Maybe you want to be on the show. Maybe you have an idea that you want to come on and talk to us about. We would be more than happy to welcome you in. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. If you're listening to us as always on Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen, please give us a rating or review. It does help us a lot, but as always broadcasting from the backside of water until next trip and next time. We'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. We are circling the Disney-created Seven Seas Lagoon. Rising from the Magic Kingdom on the opposite shore is Cinderella Castle. You can also see Disney's Mountain Range, Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain in Frontierland, and Space Mountain in Tomorrowland. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization. Ladies and gentlemen, please collect your belongings and watch your head and step as you exit. Please assist small children by the hand. Thank you.